All right, guys, welcome to episode 118 of the Different Animals Podcast. It's your boy, Tyler. And I'm Ever Castro. This week, we talk about Barbarian. We talk about Moon Age Daydream, the wild, not biopic uh, <laughs> of, of uh, David Bowie. Talk about the Woman King. Uh, we talk about Tekken 7 and the weaponization of Kigaroos. Uh, <laughs> we talk about some other video game news that came out with Tokyo Game Show. Uh, the wild success story of Grand Theft Auto V. And lastly, we touch on the AMEs very briefly. But first. So let's start with things we've been watching uh, or playing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll let you I'll let you take the lead on this one. Yeah, yeah. So we've had uh, two weeks off, and or you know two weeks since the last episode. So they kind of um, sort of piled up on me. But one of them I don't know how much to talk about. And the other two are just like okay. But then the one I'll start off with is a movie called Barbarian. Um, now, have you heard of this one? Seen anything about it? Seen it in like in the movie poster in theaters or I anything? Don't... I don't think so. What's or who's in it? What's it about? Any? Uh, um, it's got a make me remember it. Bill Skarsgård. You know, he played Pennywise in the It movies. Uh, Justin Long. He's in it. It's well, uh, all right. So here's the funny thing, right? Is that I? So I I haven't. The answer to this is no. I didn't know anything about this movie. But mm-hmm. you said the Barbarian, and I was like, I'm thinking of a movie, but I don't think it's it because it came out a while ago. And it was The Northman with Alexander Skarsgård. And then you mm. said Bill Skarsgård yeah. for a second. I was, like, I was like, him? And I was like, nope, not like, it. Not. Different like, thing altogether. I, he's like, wait, did I get, um, what's it called? Um, Mandela affected? Where like, I'm misremembering <laughs> the movie. It's just like a little different. Um, yeah. But yeah, so this was called Barbarian. And it's got the other Skarsgård. And mm-hmm. he, so the movie is about, it's a horror movie. And the movie is about a young woman who... Um, she rents an Airbnb, right? Okay. And so when she gets there, there's another guy already there, played by Bill Skarsgård. And it's a young mm-hmm. woman, you know, a dude. And you're like, okay. And she's like, well, there must be something weird. And they're kind of like in a bad neighborhood and it's raining and she's there late. And she's like, crap, like there's no other hotels. And so basically he's like, no, come in, come in. You know, you sleep in the room. I'll take the couch, and they sort of, there's like, the, the, the first chunk of the movie, the movie is just them sort of knowing each other, and then, so that's it, and then they discover a door in the basement that has some stairs that go down even deeper, mm-hmm. and that's where I'll leave it there, in case people want to watch it. Um, okay. So this is getting really good reviews, it's got, I think, got like a 92 or 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. And usually yep. when a horror movie's got that much, it's kind of like what we talked about before in the past, like X, which is like the best version of a genre, or The Black Phone earlier this year, or um, I'm thinking of another one, Malignant last year. Um, and I would mm-hmm. say this is better. I would say this is a, I'm gonna say this is better than all of those except Malignant. I think it's just as good as Malignant, but I think Malignant is a little different in terms of it's a little bit. I don't say goofier because it's not goofier. It's a little bit 
wilder and it's tw it's, it's more like oh my gosh it's nuts like it's 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 more ridiculous right like did you ever see the aquaman movie no i did not um so it's a little bit more outlandish it's like that it's like compared to other comic book movies um yeah. and so it's a fantastic horror movie it's really really good and the thing i love about it is that unlike most horror movies which even the ones that are well done something like x or malignant right you mm -hmm. even if they're well made and they're scary you know okay this is the part where the hero does this and then this is the part where the character does that and i think this is the first movie in a long long time where like as soon as that door opens down in the basement the next scene is never what you think it's gonna be it just keeps changing it and keeps it, it keeps you on your toe right every time you go oh my gosh that's gonna happen it's like nope this other thing happens but it doesn't feel outlandish it doesn't feel like you know right I don't it's, know if not, you're... it's not just throwing shit out of like at a left field you know right I mean? <laughs> yeah did yeah. you ever see the um, the those the tiktok trend that was like videos it's like never let them know your next step yeah and and it's like you know he'd be walking into the toilet and he like put his hat on the lid but then he'd like flip and then put toothpaste on his tongue but then he would like spit it out you know what i'm saying like, it's like yeah never let them know it's just like like weird surreal shit so it's like it's not like that right Where it's just like well you thought the hero was gonna go away well no it's vampire it, it's not like that but it's just yeah, like, it's not like oh the killer was actually the dog yeah. all along exactly yeah, yeah and so it's really really great and i was fortunate enough to see it with a couple friends we it was just the two it was just three of us and i was like hey like, let's let's splurge a little bit instead of paying five bucks a movie let's do 10 bucks and we'll go see it in something called dolby vision dolby cinema or whatever it's like right. a special theater that um, amc has and i mentioned it on here before when i went to see top gun and for top gun um i went to see it with sydney's family I, I think the sound was great but the, vi the, the the projection was fine but it was definitely wasn't it wasn't the movie that it was like it wasn't the best conduit for that venue but i mm -hmm. think that this is the perfect kind of movie for that because what the theater does really well is the the colors are much more vibrant so like you know you're outside or you do you're in a room and it just looks like a normal room but then when you get into somewhere that's dark or you see any blacks they're like the darkest like just like it looks like night like it looks like black black anything especially when you get right. into some sequences in here where somebody flashes a light down down a hallway or a tunnel and the the camera stays on it and you just see this just like blackness down like right like imagine like you know facing a camera or a, a flashlight down a hallway or down a forest right and it just stays on it dude. and it, you just hear these sounds and it's it, it was awesome and i was telling a friend the one that went with me i was like maybe i think it affected how much we loved it because we all loved it i think i think we like loved it more than normal people because i've had a couple people, other people say that yeah it was pretty good but you know it was wasn't you know all that in a bag of chips like you made it seem and i was like i i think it might have been that but i, I think <laughs> i mean i think it probably out of theaters by the time people listen to it but it was dude, it was really really good um I, i'm trying not to spoil anything of it because i want people to see it i think you know, if if you get a chance to see it, like either on HBO Max or somewhere, I think it's totally worth it. I think, okay. you know, how we were talking about um, what we do in the shadows being really good, but then you know, if you're like, hey, what should I watch? I would be like, well, watch Barry first, right? Watch this or that first, even though this right. is pretty good. I would say this is the Barry of those kinds of movies. So like, if you right. are like, I should go, should I, like, what movie should I go see that's like spooky for October, or you know, by the time that you watch it, you're like, should I watch? x or pearl or uh, the black phone 
Um, I would say skip all those and watch Barbarian because it, it's a really, okay. really. It's. I give it a four and a half out of five in my Instagram things, mm-hmm. but it's not. You know, not all four and a halves are equal, right? Like other movies, they got four and a half for like Oscar winners and and movies that make you think and and something like um, I'm trying to think of like an equivalent, right? Like, but I think this this is a four and a half in the same way that Spider Man No Way Home was a five, where it's like this is the like what it's aiming out to do. It nails so fucking good and so fucking hard that you go like, holy shit, like why can't all of them be this way, right? You go right. like, how is it possible that this thing came out of nowhere and it just like you know, puts you on your ass and sort of gives you like, like I said, you know, a story that you've never seen like this before. Like even the story structure is, it, it, it doesn't, it, it does these like just leaps in the, in the story that you go, holy shit, this is what people must have felt like when they went to see Pulp Fiction in 94. And I'm not saying this is as good of a movie, but it's like, when shit happens, when you go, wait, wasn't Vin- Vince Vince is dead, but now he's mm-hmm. back? Wow, holy shit, right? Um, right. But yeah, I'm hoping that overselling it. It's Barbarian. It's, it's doing well in theaters. Should be on some sort of streaming thing soon. Um, I cannot recommend it enough. It is a great, great time. Um Either at, I'm guessing, you know, probably at home as well, but in theaters, it was awesome. Good deal. Uh, Barbarian uh, in theaters. Uh, you know, I, I've I've been wanting to go watch a movie, so that that mm-hmm. could definitely be something on the uh, on the list here. Yeah, and I was telling somebody, I think it was my sister, somebody who lives in Ashborough, I was telling them, I was like, you should go see it. And she was like, I don't know if it's here. And then I checked Cinemark real quick, and I think it was still playing there this week. Okay. Um, it's a little barren, right? I looked into like out of the seven, you know, rooms or seven screenings, five of them were uh, horror movies. So I was like, mm-hmm. it's kind of barren right now. I think one of them was like, you know, of course, uh, you know, um, Barbarian, Pearl, mm-hmm. I think Beast. And I think there's like another one that's like, oh, The Invitation. Um, mm-hmm. and I think one more, but um, but yeah, I think it's it should still be playing there. I think it's only been out for like a week and a week and some change. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Uh, I, I happened to look it up. It looks like it's been out for a week and a half, basically. Mm-hmm. So, good deal. Um, all right. So, anything else you've uh, you've been watching? You want to touch on? I've got one thing that I, that will just be super quick. So, if you've got okay. know, a couple things, we'll yeah, yeah, yeah. First. Then I, I can go on to the next thing. Um, I will do Moon Age Daydream. I went to see this movie called Moon Age Daydream, which is a documentary about David Bowie. And I'll keep this one super short because I don't really have much to say about it. But it's like, Sydney thought that it was a biopic. And so when it, and it wasn't. It was like, um, like a, our, all archival footage, right? Of him okay. and con- or David Bowie in concerts or giving interviews. And it's, it's shot in this really, it's like one big long montage, but like, super quick it's like it's like imagine if edgar wright directed a montage for an hour and 45 minutes and that's what it was okay. basically. just like like a barrage of sounds and songs and like him interviews and and but it was funny because about 20 minutes and she's like wait is this a lot of archival footage like are they doing like a i forget what movie it is where they found old footage and they remastered it i forget which one but she i was like no this is like okay. that's like actually david bowie and she's like oh i was really confused and i was like i know it's not <laughs> um and so the movie i think overall it it's for it's for super fans of his i think right it's not who loves that's not trying to do movie things it's it's like no no no, no no 
show you stuff that you yeah, would be it's, interested it's, in if you were already interested. And it's more of an experimental movie than like an actual movie movie, right? It starts, it, mm-hmm. it goes through his career, right? Like he talks about like him in the seventies and like these dingy little clubs, and then through like the seventies and like a, sort of him becoming a little bit of a recluse for a little bit, then coming back in like the eighties as like a bigger like um, not so much rock but more like pop, like doing like let like let's dance, and it's like yeah, you know, fucking like um, with the big pants and stuff, and then through the nineties. And then the little bit toward the end when his last album came out, but it's all it's it doesn't go 1992. It just kind of does music, and then it cl- incorporates like clips from other movies and stuff. So it's very experimental stuff, right? It's very like mm-hmm. stream of consciousness, just kind of throwing stuff at the screen, and it's all edited really quickly, and it's just like there's like collages of sounds and what sound would be like if it was like a color and stuff, and just weird shit like that, which I think is entertaining, and it sounded great in the theater. But and I and I knew some of the songs, but I think the person who would really really appreciate it and who would really love it would be somebody who grew up on his music, who loves his music. It'd be you know somebody like how you and I are to like Kanye West or you know, Jay Z or something yeah. like that, right? Somebody who you where you know like his discography, you know when the songs came out, you can place yeah. everything together and blah blah blah. Yeah, you know the context around the. You songs, don't need to do any know. of the yeah. You don't need any of the connective tissue done for you because you've already got it all. Exactly, exactly. So I think if that's David Bowie for you, rush out to see this one, right? Because I think mm-hmm. it is great, and I think there's definitely... I came out of it being like, I feel like I missed something. I feel like it hit right. me, but I feel like it would have knocked me harder if I had, you know, more... You know, I know a couple of Bowie songs here and there, you know, Let's Dance, a couple of ones from, like, Inglourious Bastards, the ones that were in the fucking Guardians movies. So, like, little ones like that, mm-hmm. like, popular ones. You know, um, you know uh, Changes... Which I know from mm. fucking Shrek 2. Um, so, like, <laughs> like, stuff like that, right? Just through osmosis. But, uh, but yes, that's uh, Moon Age Daydream. I think it's, it's probably still be in theaters by the time people come out. But if you're a huge Bowie fan, like, ASAP. Go see it immediately. Because it's, like, I think it's, like, one of the best sort of biopics are overdone. Sort of regular, like, then on to 1995. Then he did this. Then 1996, they did this. Overdone. We're bored of those. It's just a Wikipedia thing. This is such an incredible, interesting way to look at somebody's career. Especially mm-hmm. somebody like him. That I think it, it's definitely worth seeing if you're a fan of their work. Did, uh, have you ever seen Fly, uh, Fly to the Concords? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, every time, I, like, I don't really know. I mean, I guess I would know. Let's put it this way. You, uh, you, you mentioned the Just Dance song. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that was David Bowie. I, so I know some David Bowie songs, like, but I... I'm sure it's just his most uber popular ones. And from there, you know, some of those I probably wouldn't even know was him specifically. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but that means that anytime David Bowie comes up, all I can think of is the, the I think it's one episode. Uh, yeah, or J- the Jermaine. Yeah, the, one of them is dreaming. And in the dreams, Jermaine always comes. He's like, and he, every time he's a different version of David Bowie. Mm-hmm, he's mm-hmm. like... He's like, I'm something David Bowie. He's like, I'm Ziggy Stardust, David Bowie. And he's like, got a completely <laughs> different still, outfit and makeup. To this day, that's how I say his name in my head. And I think I say it a lot sometimes where he's like, I'm David Bowie. Da- I'm mm-hmm. David Bowie. Yeah, no, yeah. it's fucking amazing every time. That's all I can think mm-hmm. of. Yeah, um, yeah, so yeah. yeah. Um, yeah Moon Needs Day it, Dream. It's, um, it's got a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. So obviously yeah. it's it's good. Yeah, I'm and, sure. Yeah. He, yeah, and I think like you said, like either half of the critics are you know older, so they probably grew, grew up, up with, with music, it, 
Or, you know, when you're a critic, you see so many movies and they all fit the same. That when somebody goes, look at this one. This one's fucking bonkers, nuts, wacky, whatever. You go, thank fuck, right? Yeah. Thank fuck that we're <laughs> exactly. movie, you know. If all you're fed is just Marvel movies, when somebody shows you something, even something as different as Aquaman, you go, wow, right? Like, that's <laughs> right. crazy. So, um, but, uh, yeah, that, that's a Moon Age Daydream. Um, and I can do one more, and then we'll finish up taking a look at the time, and then I'll, I'll move. I'll, I might okay. squeeze in one more. But uh, right. then the other thing I saw this week was The Woman King. Okay. Have you seen this one or seen anything about it? It's the one with Viola, Viola Davis. Davis. That's all yeah. I know. Viola mm-hmm. Davis. I feel like, yeah, I don't really know anything about it. Yeah, so she plays like the leader of like a real life. Uh, what are they called in Black Panther? The Dora Dora Milaje, the 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 Secret Service, the okay. the, the King's Guard, pretty much yeah. of of um, what's his name, T'Challa, yep, and Wakanda. So this she plays like what I would think would be like what they based the Dora Milaje on. Right. Um, but in, in like the 1800s, it's it's like this kingdom in West Africa that's at at, uh, at odds with like another kingdom. And at the same time, the slave trade is going on. And so the kingdom wants has to decide whether it wants to continue selling captives and its own people to Europeans. Right. Because it's a very lucrative thing. And you know, mm-hmm. the king has become very rich doing it. But it, it, it's a very... Um, has to just they have to figure out you know it, it it's a it's a battle for their conscience pretty much right right and so um the movie has like a lot of through lines through it like there's that through line there's like a through line of like a young woman who's like the audience surrogate who's joining the group and learning to become one of them and then there's like another one where it's um, Viola Davis's own journey so there's a, a bunch of little through lines throughout the movie mm-hmm. um but overall I think it's it's pretty good I think. It's got an A plus on Cinema Score, which are mm-hmm. very rare. I think I talked about the last movie that I got that was um, Top Gun Maverick, okay. and other movies that I've gotten it are like Avengers One, Titanic, The Blind Side, okay. um, pretty much just like gigantic cloud, uh, crowd pleasers, right? Like mm-hmm. Spider Man One, you know, the, you know the ones that people come out of like, yeah, let's go, you know, right? Um, yeah, for sure. And so this has that, but I don't think it's that. Good. Maybe I. I don't know. I think maybe I'm. I'm a little bit on the other, on the, like an outlier for it. But I still really enjoyed it. I think it is really good. Um, the combat scenes are really well done. Like you can see that it's the actors and it's Viola Davis and it's you know all of the other actors in the, in, in the cast are really doing it. Um, I was telling Sydney, I wish it would have been rated R, because mm-hmm. we saw RRR a couple weeks back. I mentioned it on here, and there's similar sort of. I mean, there's a, some gun combat, but it's mostly like you know, swords and throwing stuff and spearings and stuff. And, and in that, you know, when a guy fucking gets like hit with an arrow, he'll be like, oh, right. And there'll be like blood, even if it's CGI blood. Right. Or like somebody, you know, somebody comes up with a sword and goes or, um, you know, cuts them. They'll be like, ah, whatever. Or, you know, uh, in the movie Prey from a couple of weeks back where I was telling you how every single predator kill was inventive because yeah. they just like, they'd be like one guy gets speared. Another guy gets th- thrown in a net. Another guy gets sliced in half. It's like that. And it is violent, but it's, it, it doesn't, I, I would say prey while being violent, never feels gratuitous or overwhelming in the way something like in the mid two thousands, like Saul would be right. Where, right. Like, for sure. People would be like holding their guts and being like, ah, right. It's, yeah. it's just matter of factly, but it is very violent. And I wish you, this would have been R. And I was telling Sydney, I can see why they didn't because of the themes and you want to go for a crowd-pleasing movie. But, you know, 
these giant women take a fucking machete sword and you know, Wolverine slice a guy in his chest, right? Mm-hmm. And he'll be like, ah, right? He'll fall. He'll look like, you know, <laughs> like, right. like, like the backwards thing, right? Yeah. Pretty much what they did with Wolverine up until Logan, right? When he would slice somebody, you just hear, shoo, shoo, and they would just like fall like Power Rangers, right? Yeah. Um, they do like a half spin. Yeah, like, half spin, like, like arch uh, in the back. Uh, the yeah, or, they, or if they do, you see their chest get, they have like one red line across their chest, right? Right. Which, understandable. But still, I was like, we are so... It's a conversation for a different time, but I'm like, we do not have to be at the fucking behest of the MPA. Like, we don't have to do these ratings anymore. Right. Because with streaming, you can watch anything ever, right? Like, if I'm 13 years old, you don't have to be like, oh, the new Radar movies that going to come out. I got to go wait and sneak in or have to see it with my dad. You could just see it. It's all there, right? And some right. people might have age restriction things set up, which makes sense. But I think... I don't know something like RRR, which is so um, popular. Like nobody goes, well, you know, it's rated R for strong violence and lives. Like nobody gives a shit. That the, the, the same thing with like something like Stranger Things. It, it, Stranger Things, you see people's faces blown off, and like it's like gooey vials, and, and people get like their heads cut off and stuff, right? But it's still yeah. like teenagers like it because it's like the idea of putting movies into these well you know they said two fuck words so they have to put it in the r or like oh <laughs> that guy's head exploded but it was on frame for three seconds too long oh gonna move it to this one it's so ridiculous and so outdated yeah it's it's the weird thing is, is it's not it's so arbitrary i think is the the word yes. there which is that like so so like gratuitous violence like so i'm the one hand right i'm like nobody gives a shit about like violence and you know what i mean in that way yeah. like it but like the thing is is that the, the 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 way it's currently set up prey with like you know while being very violent is not gratuitous right like mm-hmm. gets the same rating as saw like you know what i mean right. it's like that doesn't make any sense like right like here's right. the deal would i let my son when he's 10 watch saw it's probably a no am i gonna stop him from watching prey because like one guy gets his head blown up with a shield i don't think so like you know what i mean like, no, yeah right exactly yeah like know, all the movies growing up you know i'm sure we talked about this before all the movies you know when i grown up the matrix predator one you know movies that i saw as a kid terminator two right there's like we've talked about before about how there's levels to the r rating right like right. where it's you know Terminator, what's the worst thing that happens in Terminator 2? Like, somebody gets, like, stabbed through the through the eyeball, I think, maybe, probably, right? But it's okay. never, like, you're like, Ugh, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. You're never watching him with the knife in his eye for ten seconds while he's, like, grabbing the goo. You know what I mean? Like, right, exactly. Not... Right, right. There's levels to it. And, and you know, in PG-13, like, in, in the third Lord of the Rings, there's a scene where the orcs literally catapult bundlefuls of their so uh, the soldiers who they captures heads into the the castle that's they're storming basically mm-hmm. scaring them and you see the heads like bounce off shields and like roll around the ground but pg-13 and best picture winner but <laughs> if you happen to have one boob in a movie that isn't in an artful way that's more of an essential way mm-hmm. r you're going to the r zone so <laughs> yeah so basically you know i think the woman can while I understand you have to, you know, you want families to see it. You want, you know, people to bring their parents and their moms and stuff. I think there is a movie that exists where you could have, you know, 
Look, that gets cut. You see his arm cut off. Like, it's it's the way it is, right? Like, it's not the end of the world. And you don't have to be... You don't even have to be as violent as Prey. Just show me that the violence has consequences, right? That, that when, you know, they get shot, that it's not just, like, a little red dot that, like, oozes a little bit of blood. That it's, like, you know, when somebody gets shot, people get fucked up, right? right. So, that's just... That, that was just, like, a little qualm. Like, I, I get it. I know what you have to do. I just wish... You know, I wish the story was like more whole, with, you know, with that violence because it is it's, it's violent, right? Like it, it it talks about you know, slavery and it talks about you know overtaking this other dynasty and, and the, what the war has done to her and, and the, the 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 ravages of of the conflict between the two um, kingdoms and stuff. So, mm-hmm. but it's like I said, it's if the movie is is, is fine without that and, it, and it's enjoyable and. I had a good time, you know. Yeah, I well, not a good time because it's you know about war and shit. But it's like you know, it, it was a, it was a good solid movie. I came out of it being like, great, great stuff. Movie four four out of five. You know, it, it's I, there's not it's a movie that I could be like, you could come up and tell me what's a good movie. I could say this one. My mom could come up and be like, what's a good movie? My, you know, Sydney's parents could come up and be like, we need a good movie to watch tonight. What can we watch? And I would tell all three of y'all, The Woman King, without any kind of like. Well, you know, without this or without that, it's yeah. nice and nice and solid. All right, cool deal. The Woman King. Yeah. What, what do you give it out of five? Uh, four. Yeah, four. Four out of five. five. Yeah. All right, good deal. Um, so uh, the one thing I have uh, switched up because I'm, you know, uh, still playing uh, Persona Five Royal. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But the the one thing I've added to my repertoire at the moment, um, the. Tokyo, alright, so, big fighting game tournament called Evo happened, I don't remember, we talked about it super briefly, um, maybe a month ago, month, two mm-hmm. months ago, somewhere around there, anyways, um, every, every major fighting game, so you got Street Fighter, Tekken, Guilty Gear, uh, you know, Smash, whatever, they're, they're, they're all there, it's like a, it's the whole thing, it's like a worldwide tournament that takes place in Las Vegas for fighting game people. Anyway, so at the end of that, um, at the end of Tekken's section, um, there was a clip, and it was, uh, this is so stupid. Uh, the, the, the main story of Tekken is that, uh, Heiachi, uh, is, uh, the head of, like, a military slash business conglomerate that, like, runs a country, um, and he has a son, and uh, his son, for whatever reason, like, it's been retconned a couple times. But basically, in the first game, Heihachi picks up his son and throws him into a volcano. So, like, <laughs> so there's this this is hilarious looking, um, sorry. So, Heihachi throws his son into a volcano, son doesn't die, son comes back, uh, son throws him in a volcano. No, no. Son throws him off of a cliff. He throws him into a volcano later. Um, but he throws him <laughs> off of a cliff. And there's this hilarious video, uh, like, clip of that character's ending in Tekken 2 or Tekken 3. And it's, like, old school, like, PS1 quality graphics of, uh-huh. like, the the guy, like, taking Heiachi, the dad, and, like, throwing him off the cliff. And then he turns, he looks at the camera, and he smiles. And it's this super shitty, like, it's... Man, it's just fucking awful. Uh, Kazuya, Heiachi, <laughs> Cliff, Jif. There we mm-hmm. go. I'm sure. I'll... Oh, bro, here it is. It's fucking beautiful. I'm sending it to you on Facebook just so you can see, like, the hilariousness that is this. Um, 
Here we go. Or, or it just fucking doesn't show up. That's cool. I just look like an idiot. But anyways, um, he... He, anyways, throws throws Ayachi off the cliff, and he like turns and he gives a shit eating grin to the fucking camera. <laughs> and here we go, I got it. There it is. Here we go. To you, bang. Gives a stupid shit eating grin to the camera, and he, <laughs> at the end of this tournament, people uh-huh. are expecting a new game to be announced because Tekken Seven, the current Tekken, was released. 2015 so we're we're seven years in almost mm-hmm. eight because it was early 2015 we're almost eight years in it's really probably time for a new tekken game right um yeah. also this is the longest gap between any tekken games uh, clearly um i'm looking at it like for example from tekken 3 to tekken 6 was 10 years tekken 7 has been the only tekken for eight um shit so I mean, I I remember I used to play like my experience. My only my only experience with Tekken is Tekken Four. I used to uh-huh. play that at um, Time Out. Yeah, and our, yeah, arcade them all. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So and and if you're like me, you chose Eddie Gordo and you just started fucking breakdancing and beating the dog shit out of people <laughs> because it's the fucking. I like the, um, play the game. I like the guy with the with the with the leopard head. All right. Well, we're gonna get to that ever. Um, <laughs> did you see the gif I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, so you see the stupid turned, fucking yeah. like head turn. Uh, mm-hmm. at the camera. So, at the end of the tournament, the guy's been crowned the winner. And then, uh, let me do this one here. Um, it starts playing that that clip, and everyone's like, "Why the fuck are you showing this?" Um, and then this thing, this clip that I just sent you, is that when he turns to look at the camera, he starts to smile, and it immediately cuts to like a much better, clearly new graphic Tekken. Like, like, mm. of the same guy doing the same smile. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, people were like, is that? And that's all that happened. That There was no, it didn't say Tekken 8 coming. Like, it just said, boop, that. And people were like, does that mean Tekken 8 is coming? Like, people were like, is this Tekken 8? Are they starting the franchise over and this is going to be, you know, Tekken 2 again? Like, the ending originally? Like, they didn't know what yeah. was going on. Or they might do, like, uh, God of War. Like, this is now Tekken. Like, the, the even though it's the eighth one, it's just called Tekken. You know? Right, exactly. That's what that's what people were trying to figure out. Anyways, Tokyo Game Show maybe happened? Is that the one that has the other stuff that was on our list? Um, I think it might have been. Uh, yeah, yeah, because they also had like it was all like Nintendo stuff. Yeah, there there were uh, each. I think it was yeah, it was Tokyo Game Show. Each uh, like console will have its own little display on in these shows. So like E three even there's always like an Xbox conference at E three, a PlayStation right, conference. Right, yeah. So yeah, Tokyo Game Show the same on, thing on TV. Yeah. So um, and we'll talk about the Switch stuff later, but. They announce it's Tekken 8, it's coming, they don't give a release date, but they like, we are working on it. Based on general video game, like, development, kind of like how when they announce a movie, you can generally have an idea about how far out the movie is just because you, yeah. you know. There, people are suspecting it comes out probably late 2023, early 2024. Um, and with that being said, there was a sale on Tekken 7 and all the DLC that came with Tekken 7. I got it for like 30 bucks. And, um, so I bought Tekken 7, and I was like, I'm gonna fucking practice, I'm gonna try and get good at Tekken before Tekken 8 comes out, I'm just gonna be out here stomping people. So, um, I've just been playing the shit out of Tekken 7, uh, the reason why I said we'd get to it is because I have also chose that character that you're talking about, <laughs> um, which is King, um... King, that's what it is, yeah, yeah. 
So, so, but this is, see, what they don't tell you is this is actually the second king. Now, Tekken 4, you might have been playing with OG King. I can't remember, but that also might have been the second one. Because, see, the first king ran an orphanage, and then he was murdered. <laughs> and one of the orphans that was at King's Orphanage decided to pick up wrestling and carry on the legacy of King. So, so, so and King is the Jaguar now, and put it up and... Yeah, exactly. There's also a guy named Armor King who was... A tag OG Armor King was a tag team with OG King, and and Armor King was murdered by a separate guy, and uh, King and that guy buried the hatchet, and now the second Armor King is mad at King because he's like, he fucking died, and you guys just swept it out of the rug. It's horseshit. Anyway, see Tekken's a fucking nightmare, bro. <laughs> there's a character named Kuma who is a bear. Um, do you remember Kuma? Yeah, yeah, he's just, he's just big, like a straight up bear. Big fucking brown bear. Yeah, no yeah. fucking, just bear. Um, yeah. Also, for reference, uh, do you know what the Japanese word for bear is? No. It's Kuma, um, so his name is literally <laughs> just fucking bear. Like, in Japan, they're like, bear. Um, and, and, like, story-wise, Heiachi, the guy that runs this giant conglomerate, um, the reason that Kuma exists is because Heiachi captured a wild bear and taught it kung fu or huh. martial arts and uh and also taught it how to read and write so so that's <laughs> that's the tekken story um god oh man it, I, I don't want to ramble on about it too much there's just so many things that i think are hilarious so hey kazuya the son who throws him into the cliff that you saw he he takes over the the the, the corporation military conglomerate right and uh-huh. they they run they run a uh they, they they make an experiment where they're like, we're going to try and, you know, like impose our will and have like, we're, they're basically trying to come up with something to scare other people. Like, holy shit, they're capable of that. Then we need to just not deal with them. Right. And, mm-hmm. and his thing was they were going to weaponize animals. And so they teach a kangaroo how to fight. That's like their thing. They're like, I don't know. Do you remember the kangaroo with the boxing gloves named Roger? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. So he he was the product of a science experiment uh, to bolster their military ranks with, you know, fist fighting kangaroos. And the funniest <laughs> part about that being a thing is that it's super small and he like... Tekken has a bunch of side characters, but, like, only a couple of them really matter to the story. And mm-hmm. Roger's basically a side character. But the thing is, is that uh, Kazuya meets a woman who has a kid, and that's, like, he's a giant part of the story. And the thing is, is the only reason that Kazuya meets this woman is because she's a wildlife activist, and she's investigating the fact that they're targeting kangaroos. It's fire. So, like, none of the story happens huh. if they don't try and make that boxing kangaroo. <laughs> like, the whole thing is gone if there's not that boxing kangaroo. Anyways. Um, Tekken's fucking ridiculous. I love it. King is a fucking luchador, which I, I was, like, struggling with, because the thing is, it's like, in my head, luchadors are fucking Rey Mysterio. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like I know Rey Mysterio, so in my head, all luchadors, which I, if I'm not mistaken, luchador is just Spanish for wrestler, basically? Yeah, stress, yep. Mm-hmm. All right, well, in my head, a luchador is like, they're doing fucking triple flips off the top rope and, like, <laughs> swinging between the ropes. But he's more mm-hmm. of just, like, a standard wrestler. But he's so fucking hype. Um, I'm just, there's nothing better than just, like, pile driving people suplexing people like in these games mm-hmm. so uh he's been the one i've decided to go with also kind of funny um <laughs> tekken did a collab with uh, tekken has like a small customer care cu- 
character customization um, thing where you can like take any of the fighters and add stuff to their outfits. And one of the things they did was they did a collab with uh, e AEW? AEW, yeah. They did a collab yeah, with AEW. Yeah. So there's like, when you're going in the customization, you can put on like Kenny Omega shirts and like Bullet Club <laughs> shirts. So I'm like, I kind of want to have King out here rocking like, oh, they also did... God, what is his name? There was a recent promote. I think it's Ring of Honor. There's like one Japanese yeah, guy that's yeah, yeah. super popular in Ring of Honor. He has a collab. And if you equip all of his gear on King, he does that guy's finisher instead of his own special <laughs> move. I'm like, bro, this is the dopest shit ever. <laughs> I got a fucking WWE game in here. <laughs> so, but anyways, Tekken 7, I bought like $30, got all the fucking, got everything that they offered with it over eight years. Um, and uh, just been playing that in preparation for the new one coming out yeah you need, i was gonna say i was like you got like two years to go to exactly i, got, I can fucking refine my <laughs> skills and be out here hitting people with a suplex into a figure four leg lock i'm fucking out here bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. but yeah that's uh that's tekken 7 definitely i mean the the other thing i'll say about tekken games is tekken games are tekken games are the most fun i think tekken and mortal kombat out of all the fighting games I think Mortal Kombat's probably one of the worst fighting games in terms of, like, mechanics and, like, what Mm -hmm. makes a fighting game a fighting game. But between the two of them, I think they are the most welcoming to people who are not normally fighting game players, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense. Uh, King literally has over 200 different moves. So, if you fucking get... If you're just starting to fucking mash buttons, there's 200 moves to choose from. You're gonna do something. You know what I mean? Whereas, like... Street Fighter, you start mashing buttons, you might just throw out jabs the whole time. You know what I mean? Like, exactly, yeah. Tekken is... I'm not going to say you can be good at it without any knowledge, but you can still have fun without any knowledge of it. Um, and Mortal Kombat doesn't necessarily... I don't think the combat is as good as Tekken with no knowledge, but there's enough mm-hmm. other shit. Like, when you're playing Mortal Kombat, you're like, yo, he's going to fucking break his chest, and then he's going to, like, stab <laughs> his throat and then rip out his tongue, and that's hype. Um, so... Uh, if you're not a fighting game person, but you'd still be interested in playing one, uh, like Tekken's a, a, always a fun one, just because there's a lot of different types of characters. They all look different, they play different, and they're all fun to just mash and do dumb shit with. So nice. that's Tekken. Nice. All right. So uh, did you want to talk about your uh, your other thing, or would you like to just move forward to the next topic here? I was going to say, um, yeah, we should move on to the next one, but I think we should um, go ahead and move to the very last thing, and then we can come back, but I really okay. want to talk yeah. about the last thing. Um, okay. So, this past weekend, uh, well, this past weekend, yep. there was a leak of GTA 6. Okay. And so, my experience with it was Saturday, I saw a tweet that was like, GTA 6 leak, and it looked like very rudimentary sort of like fake kind of like um i gotta say like it looked like a meme it looked like like a video of what you would think that would be right right exactly and so then i was like i'm not watching that it's it's a fake who gives a shit i'm not watching that there's literally leaks of that like every other week it's always people are so starved that they'll take whatever so then the next day we were on the way home from uh, a wedding that we had this past weekend and I'm driving and then we get stuck in traffic where it's like standstill. I check my phone and it's like rockstar 
uh, comments that the leak has happened and somebody got hacked. And I was like, wait, what? Right? Because this does not happen to Rockstar, right? Right, yeah. They're very aggressively over the top on uh, keeping shit under control. Yeah, no leaks. It all comes from them, especially for a company that, you know, of this size, right? Usually even something like Marvel has leaks where people go, oh, yeah, Matt Shackman's going to direct the Fantastic Four. It's going to be announced in a couple weeks, right? Like even Mm -hmm. something like that. But this was, uh, for me, I mean, maybe from my experience, which video games, which isn't, you know, not as much as other people's, Mm -hmm. um, I've never seen them leak something like this before, right? right? Or somebody getting hacked. Um, and so, uh, so yeah, I mean, immediately people started saying, well, this is gonna, you know, people aren't going to be able to, it's going to change how they work on it. It's going to become more restrictive and and all this other stuff about it. Right. But it pretty much confirms what people have been saying, which is that it's set in Vice City again. Yep. Yep. Definitely. Uh, that's super hype. Uh, like I never even played Vice City, but it, Mm -hmm. It was always, like, aesthetically cool, I guess is what I would say. Like, even yeah. even having never played it, anytime I saw a screenshot, anytime I watched it being played, it, it was... it was. I never didn't play Vice City because I was like, man, that looks dumb. It was just... It, it, I didn't have it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was still playing San Andreas, right? Or... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was still, no, no, it was um uh, probably 3. Okay, yeah. I was, was probably still was... playing 3 when Vice City came out, and then yeah. San Andreas came out, and I just fucking skipped it. Um, yeah. I mean, they had a similar schedule to what you were talking about, Tekken, where I remember, so it's it was 2001 was 3, then 2002 was Vice City, then 2004 was um, San Andreas, that's, you know, one year, two years, and then four years later was 4 in 2008, mm-hmm. and then five years later was 5, and so then now we're going on nine years since the last one. So it's just, like you said, kind of like Tekken, like, they all came out in the flurry, Mm-hmm. And then, bam! You know, the, just this giant gap. Yeah, and and probably much for the same reason as Tekken, which is that, you know, in in the day and age of video gaming now, um, Tekken Seven comes out, you can just keep pumping out new shit for Tekken Seven and keep making money off of it. Mm-hmm. You couldn't do that with San Andreas Tekken Four. Like the game was out, you were done. Like you're not adding yeah. anything. I mean, like, yeah. So start development on the next one right after the first one goes. And and to that end, like Grand Theft Auto, they're like, fuck it, we can just keep adding shit to Grand Theft Auto online and just uh, just rake in cash. Like we're doing minimal effort and just fucking raking it in. (laughs) Oh, yeah, and then release it. Literally release it on the 360, on the one, and now on the new one on the uh, XS, right? Same thing with it. Release it on the PS3, PS4, and PS5. And the thing is... I'm probably going to buy it on PS5. I want to see what it looks like. I love GTA 5, right? So um, I've seen, you know, I've played it hundreds of hours. I've watched gameplay of, for hundreds of hours. So, um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, just, I mean, it, it, the footage itself was very, very basic, right? Sort of just like the skill, like the you know, skeleton, right? Yeah. Like you got some of the lighting, some of the stuff. I mean, some of the outdoor lighting stuff, dude, looked insane i mean the character that's the thing is i feel like so here's the thing some people were shitting on it some people saw this and were like this looks like dog shit blah 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 blah. and the best post i saw was actually on reddit about it and it was like it was it wasn't even talking about great i thought it was just like a a picture and it was Mm -hmm. like you tell the customer the house is half finished and it's like what the customer expects and it's Mm. the house it's it's half of a house but like one half completely done and the other half just gone. 
And mm-hmm. so you see what the half looks like. You're like, that looks amazing. Now just another half. That's like what what is actually the case. You're like, it's half done, and all it is is like the foundation in wood. Like like right, wooden right. posts mm-hmm. up. And it's like, no, it's half done. It just looks like shit. Because the very last step is making everything look good. So people right. people were shitting on it, and they're like, this looks terrible, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I was looking at it, and I was like, honestly... I can't believe it looks this good. Like they're not, right. they haven't even announced it officially yet. I don't think, yeah, and it already like, looks this good. Yeah, not even like we're working on it. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like... I'm not saying they didn't announce a release date. I'm saying there was no guarantee that it was even in the works. Like people were mm-hmm, wondering, mm-hmm. like, are we just gonna keep having Grand Theft Auto Five for forever? Like, what's going on? And uh, I mean, you assumed it was in the works, but they had never let that slip. Exactly, yeah. and it looks. I think, I mean, that's the thing, is if it came out like this, I would say it's an okay-looking game. That's the best way. Like, it's not good-looking, but it's not bad-looking. And that's if it released like this. They've still got, like, years of shit, like, probably a year and a half of just, like, polishing shit up. And then also they've announced that this was even an old build. Like, this isn't oh, even current God. to now. This is before now. Like, and, and it still looks this good. And like you said, like, you I'm looking at a picture... I'm looking at a picture right now. You mentioned the lighting. The way the shadows are hitting everything, like it all lines up with the correct, you know, like sometimes the shadows are just kind of wonky. Like it looks good. Like everything on the model looks like it's hit correctly. I mean, the models don't look bad. The only thing I think looks bad is like the generic environment. Like the the buildings are like pretty like basic with no sort of like love to them. You know what I mean? Like it's like, Here's a little strip mall, and it's the most basic a strip mall can look. And, like, that's... Fuck, there's games that release like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Um, exactly. Yeah, dude. Like... Yeah. I'm legitimately just fucking amazed that this is what it looks like not even close to being done. Like you yeah. said, I have no idea what the fuck this is going to look like when it comes out, but it's going to be fucking amazing, clearly. I mean, even the trailer, like, I remember... So, I was used to GTA 4, and, you know, I'm sure you remember, GTA 4 is very dark, right? It's right. very, like... Even when it's bright, sunny, it's not. I don't know. It's not vibrant. Right. I don't know why they chose to go with that aesthetic. Because, like, yes, it's a more real down down to earth compared to San Andreas. Like, you know, there's no, like, tanks and rockets. Right. There's no wacky shit. It's very down to earth. But you can have that kind of story and have it not be, like, like it it looks beige. I feel like, and I don't know if this was necessarily, like, in the forefront of their mind, but I think... Man, this is weird. It looks to me like it is God. The aesthetic they are going for. So your main character is Nico Bellic. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what his where he's from. Is it Poland? It's like a, I don't think it's ever like said. Okay, I think it's just it's like Eastern European. Eastern European. It looks they. It looks like they designed the environment to look like it's still in Eastern Europe. Like, what you imagine Eastern Europe to look like. Like, even when it's sunny, it's a little overcast. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. the way... And, like, whenever you see footage of Eastern Europe, it always kind of looks the same way. And and it's like they made New York City look that way almost because it fit the main character and the vibes the main character has. Yeah. Um, But it doesn't it's really easy. look anything like New York City. It looks, to me, like you would imagine Eastern Europe to look like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, yeah, yeah, and it, it's got this like haze, like this smogginess, and then of course, and then when we first saw the first trailer for GTA Five, there's this shot of like a convertible putting down its top, and it's this bright white, like 
harsh like sunlight. And I remember being like, "What is this game gonna look like?" Right back <laughs> right. in 2013, like, my, is my 360 gonna explode? Like, <laughs> what's right? And of course, now I'm so used to it. It's like, you know, it, it's I've CIG taste still, and I'm like, yeah, I know what this is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if it's a similar jump, dude, I, I it's I, I I don't know what we're in store for. Yeah, I. Yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be wild. I I don't know, I don't know what we're gonna get. They, I mean, here's the thing too. Red Dead Two came out, and Red Dead Two was reviewed phenomenally, right? But the thing mm-hmm. is, is that Red Dead Online never took off the way Grand Theft Auto Online did. It just yeah. didn't. Like it did not have the popularity. But uh, I I don't know for sure. I feel like if you looked at Red Dead Online versus Grand Theft Auto Online. Grand Theft Auto Online probably has more players despite having come out forever ago and Red mm-hmm. Dead being much more recent. Yeah. So, considering that Red Dead Online wasn't that popular and they probably weren't putting as much time into it as they were Grand Theft Auto Online, I don't know how much, like, how many man hours have they put into this already because the next thing they thought were, was going to carry them didn't. You get what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, like right, right, I think right. their business model after GT, G, GTA Online was like, we'll just do the same thing with Red Dead and we'll ride that online train for fucking... Forever. Yeah, and forever like, until we need to make Grand Theft Auto 6. And then it didn't work yeah. out and they're like, fuck it, we'll just start putting people on Grand Theft Auto 6 early. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. we'll just have them start working on it now and everything's still making enough money that we're okay. You know what I mean? So, I, I, this might be... This might be out of control. Like, that's, Dude, and... It, 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 it's like one of those things, it's, it's like, I think, it's kind of like how, you know, James Cameron now, there was an interview this week where he was talking about making the first Avatar. Mm-hmm. And he was talking to some studios and they were giving him shit about something. And he was like, no, 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 no. You, this lot that you're in, this half a billion building, the half a billion dollar building that you're in, Titanic bought this. I made Titanic. Yeah. So you're going to listen to me yeah. and you're going to do what I say because... The, you know, you know, and this was before he even made Avatar One, right? So <laughs> now, James Cameron built <laughs> exactly right. So, so now, if somebody comes up and gives some shit about Avatar Two, and be like, "Motherfucker, I made Titanic and Avatar, right? right? <laughs> they, they were the highest grossing movies ever, both times." And so, I feel like that's how this is with Grand Theft Auto. We're like, you know, whoever owns Take Two would be like, "Hey, are you guys gonna have a GTA Six? And Dan Hauser or whatever, or Howard or whatever, can be like, "I made GTA Five dude yeah all right it's like the third highest selling game of all time like ever like it's up there with like fucking tetris right <laughs> so i'm gonna take my time and i'm gonna spend all the time being making sure that you know light bulbs in the streets look exactly right right that the car engines sound exactly how each car engine sounds that the strippers all sound different yeah right? it's, so, it's, it's, it's literally the same exact thing that kojima tried to do with konami the difference is, is that konami didn't have the money, like literally just didn't have the funds to make it happen. Like right. Kojima's like, look, I'm gonna mocap this horse and we're gonna have to make a, we're gonna have to make a suit. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna have to mocap the shit falling out of its ass. Like we're we're all of it. Like I need to mocap it both its flaccid penis and its erection. I need like I need all of it. And they were like I, I just can't. Like, <laughs> was like, "When I look at all the money I made you," and they were like, "We want to let you, but we literally can't. We're not this is without that. You know what I mean? This is yeah. like, 
now we have as much money as we need. He's like, all right, well, I'm using it. I'm using all of it. <laughs> yeah. He's like, it wouldn't surprise me if their fucking R&D budget and timeline is the exact length and budget of, like, a full game. Right. right. Like a full, like, triple-A game. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, just as a heads up, the it, it, it is third, and the two games ahead of it are Tetris at one and Minecraft. Um, uh-huh. which was like, Minecraft was its own fucking monster. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, 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 that was like, uh, when we were talking about the best grossing anime movies of all time and Demon Slayer was like second or third and we're like, mm-hmm. number one was the Pokemon movie. That's kind of like exempt. Like, like, oh, right, right. Like it's, that, it's like, that was its own fucking thing. That's how I feel about Minecraft. Like, yeah, well, that, like, yeah, technically it is anime, but it's like, it's not, it's like, it was, it, its own, like you said, yeah, it was in the zeitgeist more than any other thing had ever been. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. It was like, Mine, a, yeah. Minecraft is kind of that. Tetris, on yeah. the other hand, has just been around for a billion years. <laughs> exactly. But, I remember, it's kind of like, you know, in Titanic, mentioning Titanic again, mm-hmm. um, when that came out, I remember when I was a kid, I would look at the all time grossing movie lists, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, you'd have like, the top 10 would be like, E.T., Jurassic, you know, E.T., 400 mil. Oh, no, no, three, 300 mil. Jurassic Park, 300. Um, Forrest Gump, 250. Star Wars, 300. Right around there, right? 200, 200. And then number one was Titanic, 600 million. Right. It cleared the all-time by, like, 200 million. Like, like it was, doubled it up almost. Exactly. And I feel like that's, that's how this is with, with you know, GTA Five, right? Right. It's like... Yeah. It, it wasn't All right, just for, for reference, like, Tetris... 520 million copies sold. Minecraft, 238 million copies. So Tetris over doubled Minecraft. Um, Grand Theft Auto, 170 million. But from Grand Theft Auto to number four, which is Wii Sports, goes from 170 to 82. So like it, it's like 90 million more copies mm-hmm. when when the place below it doesn't even didn't even sell 90. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, remember when it first... I mean, I, th- this is the last um, midnight release that I ever went to for GTA Five. Oh, yeah. I don't know if it was the last one I went to, but... No, it wasn't, because I, I, I went to, like, a PS4 release. But yeah. um, it was one of the last big ones, for sure. One of the last... Yeah, yeah. And I remember, you know, it's like one of those, like, you made a billion dollars in its first day from sales. You'd be like, dude, like, Six is gonna do, like... Two billion, <laughs> right? That, man, and the, the part of me is like, do I want to buy this game? Because here's the deal: I 100% want to, but I'm like, there's just a bunch of awful shit around Rockstar in terms of like how they manage their employees and like all this shit. And it's like you don't really want to support that. Yeah. Then on the other hand, this GTA shit looks Six, amazing. Bro. <laughs> I mean, I literally just saw a reference to GTA Five before we got on. It was like Kodak Black had a bunch of security guards around him. And then for like he, when he was like on some doing something, he had a bunch like six or seven dudes like in Kevlar and machine guns. Mm-hmm. And somebody was like, "Yeah, dude, he called in Merriweather." Like, <laughs> oh, that's, that's funny. Um, but uh, but yeah, that's the GTA Six leak. So yeah. I guess we'll, hopefully we'll get some official info about it soon. And you know, hopefully this doesn't um, make them go fuck that, push it back, or like no fuck all this. We're not you know. Hopefully it doesn't. The leak doesn't cause them to change too much in, in how they treat their employees or how strict they are. Because it, it, it doesn't seem like it was somebody leaked it. It seems like somebody got fished and the dude hacked it, right? Yeah. They got hacked. 
So hopefully it doesn't, you know, hopefully they improve, you know, their, their training and in, in, in that sense, but it's not like a, Oh, you know, I know you want to spend more time with your family and kids and work from home, but sorry, you have to actually come into the building right. because I don't like, I don't think you get fished at home. You get fished in the office. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, um, It'll definitely be interesting to see, but yeah, Grand Theft Auto Six. Whenever that monster comes out, that's gonna be something. Yeah. Um, like, and here's the other thing too: how long? Like, man, because it, it looks pretty good right now. If they tell me it's another like two and a half years to release, I'm gonna be like, this is gonna be the most fucking <laughs> the best looking shit I've ever seen yeah. in my life. Like, did did you ever hear about a game called Crisis? Yeah, yeah, it's like the the blue suit, right, with like red eyes or something. It's like a bow and arrow. Am I thinking about this, the right one? Uh, I don't, Christ, I don't know. It's a suit. It's it's like a, he's almost like a Halo Spartan, but he's a uh, a little different looking. If you look up Crisis, yeah, yeah, it's not like, yeah, yeah, my yeah. brother. I think I, I don't like, remember I bow and are. arrow, but I'm looking at it. It's like kind of a bluish gray, and he's got like red goggles. Oh, oh, it was Crisis Three that Mikey and I played, and that one has like a bow and arrow. Okay, well, the thing is, I can't remember yeah. if it, it was either Crisis 1 or Crisis 2 specifically, I believe, mm-hmm. where it came out, and they were like, look, you can try and crank all these settings all the way up. Like, we've designed it so that it can be, like, the most amazing-looking game ever played. The problem is, is that the components to make a computer that could run this game fully maxed out do not exist like like <laughs> and that was that was a legitimate thing like people would mm-hmm. spend like i mean tens of thousands like 20 of thousands of dollars on a gaming pc and not be able to run that game at full specs and they're like yeah i mean like when we made it we made it all possible and you just can't do it like you just don't have the hardware and like it honestly wasn't until maybe hold on let me see i'm pretty sure it was crisis to release it's kind of like how people go if you wanted to make a pixar movie at home it would literally take you ten thousand years yeah so crisis 2 if it was crisis 2 came out in 2011 and it wasn't until like three years ago where like your i'm not generic or base but like your common gaming pc not like your common computer like one built to play games where like the average one could run this thing on like full settings and that is 10 years old like that that's gonna be grand theft auto 6 it's gonna be like look we've made a game it you will not be able to pay play it in its full glory until 2045 but it is here and and every time you upgrade your pc you will be able to make this game look better. <laughs> like, it's like one of those uh, fucking, like uh, the video game equivalent of those, uh, what are they called, time capsules, where they just put the shit in the ground and like, well, future generations are still alive, just scoop it out. It's like, right. well, somebody can play Crisis in 10 years. Yeah, it's gonna, it's it's like, uh, it's, it's like every time in a movie where they like dig up some old fucking uh, artifacts or fossils and they're like, mm-hmm. this is a self-sustaining energy source. It's like, why was this thing a hundred years ahead of its time? That's going to be like, <laughs> like, how did they do this 200 mm. years ago? And I mm-hmm. still can't do it right now. And that that's going to be Grand Theft Auto 6. Um, but yeah, I, I'm excited if it ever comes out. Uh, but mm-hmm. um, Grand Theft Auto 6. Uh, one of the other things they showed in the Nintendo thing I thought was kind of funny. 
and you have it on here, which is uh, the gold GoldenEye from, N- from mm-hmm. Nintendo 64 uh, coming to Switch so you can play online with people. There's there's a guy named Video Game Donkey, and uh, some of his some of his videos are pretty hilarious. He's on YouTube. I think he streams mm-hmm. some too. But and he he was doing a con- uh, a comparison between like the PlayStation at Tokyo Game Show and the Nintendo conference, and like it was like the very first thing for PlayStation was like clips of Tekken Eight, and he was like, "Oh, Tekken Eight right at the gate, you're killing it." And then it was like Nintendo was like some like RPG farming simulator and he was like okay and then it was like <laughs> playstation was like another big announcement and then like nintendo's was another farming or it was like this one's like a final <laughs> fantasy type game but they brought up the fact that it has like farming and like gathering and shit and he was like okay and then like it happened like two more times and <laughs> then he like the golden eye one came on for nintendo and he was like it was like play online on switch he was like don't don't fucking lie to these people. He's like he's like you can't play shit online on your Switch. Like like you can, but it's not good. And especially for something like a shooter, it is not gonna hold up. Like Nintendo's online is so awful because they just. I mean, it's not what they're known for. You know what I mean? Like if you're Nintendo, right, you're like, right. why am I gonna put a bunch of resources in this? Motherfuckers are here to play Mario and Zelda. Um, exactly. Like you're either playing at home with friends or you're playing like Zelda. Or I mean, Sydney plays um, Overcooked, but it's like. Sometimes it's like one v two because it just isn't people. There aren't people yeah. on, right? So, yeah. So it's like it's not a big deal to Nintendo, but he it was just hilarious. He was like, "Don't don't lie to these people." <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Goldeneye N sixty four, one of probably the most influential shooters of all time. Like I'd say, probably top five. You know what I mean? Yeah, of, oh, yeah. of all time, I think you've got yep. Doom just because it was like one of the first first person shooters period um in no particular order like doom goldeneye halo call of duty and then i don't know what the fifth one would be but it it falls somewhere in there um yeah and so that that's uh that's a huge deal for people that are into that uh for for the switch the other thing is goldeneye uh you know when it was popular n64 you couldn't play people online so i'm sure they're gonna try and capture that same experience of like getting a bunch of people together in a room and playing a first-person shooter split-screen and running around like an asshole, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, that's a... It's a solid... Solid release, you know what I mean? Like, it's a, it's a good business decision to make it. It's just, uh... That just killed me. He's like, don't lie to these people. Do you, do you know if that N64 thing on it... Is it, like, free on the Switch? Like, I, I don't really... Sydney doesn't really... I mean, she plays her Switch, but she doesn't really go, ooh, let me check out the new games. It's just kind of like her... Her bread and butter that she uses to kind of just compress i actually don't know um off the top of my head i probably would if i had a switch um let's see. i saw some people talking about playing like um pokemon coliseum mm-hmm. and i saw somebody talking about pokemon snap pokemon snap yep yeah was that the same guy probably phil maybe phil Hulk was the one talking about pokemon snap. maybe yeah that might have been what i'm yeah, what i'm thinking about yeah um yeah actually i'm looking at it right now online but i don't Yo, yeah, it's free. It's a Nintendo Switch. Okay. I don't know if the like, games necessarily are. Um, just a little. It might be like the component. emulator is free, and then you just have to like buy an online version of the of the games. But I, I'm not sure. I'm not positive on that either way. Oh, included games: Banjo Kazooie, Doctor Mario, Mario Kart, Mario Golf, Mario Tennis. All right, hold on though. Now I feel like Kart I need to switch game. because Mario Kart, <laughs> Gol- Kart, Golf, and Tennis are all bangers. 
a um, couple Legend of Zelda games and, you know, Star Fox 64. There's, there's uh, a few solid things on here for sure. Um, I don't know if that'll, if Gold Nile will be included or if that's going to have to be a separate purchase, but either way, definitely a big win on that. Um, let's see. Oh, and the other big uh, news for Nintendo mm-hmm. was Legend of Zelda. New Legend of Zelda coming out. Breath of the Wild was considered, like, one of the best games, uh, like, within the past probably five years. You know what I mean? It came yeah. out and people were fucking tripping on themselves to, to get yeah. to that game. And uh, I still haven't played it. Um, When Sydney got her Switch, I was like, ooh, eventually I'll get to, you know, uh, Breath of the Wild. But I just never... I just kept, I mean, I guess I could have bought it when I had, like, a gap in, in PS4 and PS5 games. But I'm always like, well, you know, I got this PS5 game going on, right? You know, and I'm, I, maybe after I finish Ghost of uh, Tsushima, but then by then I might be on Ragnarok. Right. But we'll see. I, I do want to get on to it because I have, no, have, I mean, literally never, like, not a single bad thing about right. it. Right. So. For sure. So they announced the sequel to that. That was huge. Mm-hmm. Um, and the one thing you don't have on here that was kind of huge uh, announcement for them was uh, Pikmin 4. Um, Pikmin was a huge game that came out on the GameCube. I think was the I last one. I remember that, yeah. Um, Pikmin 3. Pikmin. Nah, Pikmin 3 came out in 2013. That's too late for the GameCube. But either way. It originally, I think the first one came on the GameCube. I think the second one might have. I don't know. Uh, Pikmin three was on the Wii U. It looks like, which was a dual. I, rem- I do console. remember. Um, I do remember seeing like when that GameCube first came out that that was like one of the games that came with it, like the little creatures and stuff. Yeah, and the are, thing was, I are the rabbits from that. No, no, that's a separate thing. I, I could see why you yeah. think that they've got the same kind of googly eyes and fucking dumb nature. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Of just like fucking wandering yeah. around following. Because um, Sydney was asking me that she was like, because there was that meme of like one of the rabbits, and it's like the like the Death Stare one. It's like you know, when the guy at Subway's making my sandwich, this is what he sees, and it's just like a Death Stare like forward. And she's like, "What are these from?" And I was like, "Another, another." I think they're from Rayman. I don't know what they're. From. I, yeah, they're oh, from okay. Rayman. Um, ah. But uh, Pikmin was huge, and <laughs> the funny thing about Pikmin was is I never got into it because I tried to. See, as a kid, you can't really put two and two together. You do, fucking sometimes the context is lost on you, which is that as a kid, you know, fucking Walmart would always have like the GameCube, the PS2, and whatever. And you just fucking stare up at the mm-hmm. fucking hurt your neck, put a put a permanent yeah. fucking crick in your neck, um, <laughs> just to try and play this. Uh, and like Pikmin was on there, and Pikmin's not like very intuitive in terms of like what you're doing. It's a platformer. There's some weird mechanics and shit. And as a kid who had never played the game and tried to just jump into the fucking middle. Um, as like an astronaut with a bunch of weird fucking plant things following me, I, I like mm-hmm. couldn't figure it out. And I was like, this game's fucking dumb. And like, so I like never was interested in playing it. Now as an mm-hmm. adult, I'm like, it's pro- I just had no idea what I was doing. It's probably fine. Right. <laughs> like, but... Right. Right. Yeah. You probably like, yeah, I'm trying to think of, you're, you're saying that I was like, what's a game like that for me where I was like, didn't know what was going on. I'm trying to think of anything but, else um... that came out around that same time, but but, uh, Anyways, Pikmin 3 yeah. came out July 13, 2013. Um, mm-hmm. And they okay, just so announced it's, it's, Pikmin 4, which is you know, a long overdue 10, sequel, 10 years. Especially for a game that was widely beloved. Like, nobody mm-hmm. nobody I know that has played Pikmin has ever been, like, not nah, trash. Um, right. Pikmin 1 came out 2001. Pikmin 2, 2004. Pikmin 3, 2013. So you had a nine-year gap there. And then now you're looking at a ten-year gap. Um, so people were really excited about that announcement as well. 
Um, so nice. Tokyo Game Show was big for a lot of people, which was is always good. Um, there was some nice. God of War Ragnarok footage that looked really good. Um, so yeah, I'm super excited about pretty much everything coming out uh, nice. soon. I still got to pre-order to that. I got to get on that. For sure. Um, anything else you wanted to talk about before we wrap it up? Um, I can just squeeze in the Emmys real yeah. quick. Um, just super fast. So Succession, they, they had the Emmys a couple weeks ago. Succession won Best Drama. Ted Lasso won Best Comedy. And then uh, Squid Game and The White Lotus also won a bunch of awards. All right, so here's the thing. Think, you know, Squid Game came out fucking September of last year? Mm-hmm. I guess that makes sense. It feels like Forever Squid Game just to just barely fucking missed the cut on, like, when it was yeah. released. Because, like, I saw Squid Game and I was like, that shit's old. What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> didn't it already win all of its awards? What am I talking about? Yeah. What, what are you talking about right so, now? So the Emmys so are weird because... talking about a sequel already. Like, why, 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 why <laughs> because it, the Oscars are easy, right? It's from January 1st to January 31st, December 31st, and you have to have played in L.A. or New York for one week. That's it, right? Okay. You just have to be a movie. Easy. Um, same, music is a little bit weird. I think Grammys are, I think, from November to November. But the Emmys are from July to July. Yeah, that's wonky. Or, least... or like July, September. Or maybe it was June to July. Or maybe it was like, it basically like the, the start and the cutoffs are somewhere in the summer. And the reason for that was because before TV was the, or is the way it is now, you know, seasons, all seasons for all TV shows always were in September. Okay. They always started in September. They went from September to May. The Simpsons always starts in September, all the big things. Because, you know, people are, you know, they're doing shit in, during the summer. Kids are out of school. They're, they're playing and stuff. And so people never watch shit during the summer. So they would always start in September. Um, So that's why, you know, they, the Emmys always are for the year before when the new season starts. And also, I don't know for sure, like, how much has played into it. But, like, my, my general, what's the word I'm looking for here? Like, uh, gut instinct is that also... You know, back when the Emmys were a thing, TV wasn't really, I don't want to say good, but like TV wasn't as prestigious as it is now. Yeah. Um, right. And I have to imagine that TV shows wanted to avoid putting their shit at the same time as summer blockbusters. Right. Um, exactly. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. You, so, you know, you watch. Too. Exactly. It's like the fall. The kids come home from, come from come home from school. You put on Cheers and then you go to sleep. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. It's like that. Yeah, we all gather on the TV kind of thing. Um, yeah, and like you said, you know, it's, it's a little weird because, you know, Squid Game feels like forever ago, but it was competing in the same sort of, like, year frame as Barry, which just came out, like, Barry, Barry barely got in, right? Mm -hmm. Um, um, it, but yeah, you know, everybody, it's kind of even, some people from Abbott Elementary got some, some people from these other shows got some, I, I, it's, you know, more spread out, there's, there really isn't, like, one where, you know, like, for example, in comedy, Ted Lasso won Best Comedy, but Abbott won Writing, and then something else won Directing. So it's very spread out, right. you know, the, a little bit, everybody gets a little bit of it. And so for me, personally, like, I don't really, I, I don't, I put weight in him in that if somebody doesn't win, I don't go, fucking bullshit. And if they win, I go, nice, that's good. But something like Barry goes home, you know, didn't win anything, goes home empty-handed, uh, at least for the big ones. It's not the end of the world for me, but... For me, like, if something wins, that means that somebody else might be like, oh, it won Best Drama. Let me get it a chance. Right. right? So I, I, I think the Emmys always help. I don't think they never hurt. 
And right. I see people online times, you know, they, when they were going out, they're like, I can't believe this Abbott Elementary didn't win Best Comedy's bullshit. And I was like, no, but one of the actresses won Best Supporting. So if somebody's mom goes, oh, Abbott Elementary, it won an Emmy. You know, they don't yeah. know what it is, but they know, oh, Emmy, let's give it a chance. Right. And they'll watch it, right? Um, yeah, but nobody... Because the individual Emmys don't hold weight like individual Oscars do, right? Like, right. Winning, the best, so many winning the best actor and fucking best lead actor in the Oscars is huge. Winning best lead actor in a fucking comedy for the Emmys, it's like, I mean, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because then there's like the, the, the dramatic acting ones and there's like the short series ones and, and there's like the TV movies ones. Right. There, and, then, and then those are just the ones that we see on TV. There are dozens of Emmys. There's <laughs> like camera work and one camera, costuming, makeup, guest stars. There's so many... Um, kind of like the Grammys, whereas the Oscars are only 23. 23 categories, and that's it. Um, but yeah, you know, nobody goes, oh, Barry didn't win me. It must be a piece of shit, right? Right. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. People sometimes, they they put both, for me and the all of the awards, really, are just, I'm so hooked up into all of them that I always take everything in. Right. But I think... My mom, Sydney's mom, you know, somebody who doesn't have time for it, they might only, you know, people who only go to movies once or twice a year, they'll see, oh, this movie won an Oscar. Or they only watch one or two series a year, they'll be like, oh, this one won three Emmys, including Best Drama. Let me give it a chance, right? Right. You know, they, they know what they're talking about. So let me just start Succession, which is good because it's a good show, right? Right. So, um, yeah, I think sometimes people just care too much online. They're like, I can't believe it didn't win. Best comedy. Yeah. Bullshit. It's like, did or you still enjoy right. it? It's like, all right, then. <laughs> it still won yeah. an Emmy, yeah. and you enjoyed it. So let's just roll with that instead. Yeah, or they'll be like, let's get rid of them. Get rid of the Oscars. Nobody, you know, who who even listens to these blowhards? And I'm like, well, we don't. Because we're terminally online, and we know everything. You know, we know everything right. about, like, movies and shit. But, like... Like I said, like Sydney's dad, we watched Coda last year, remember? Because yeah. it was nominated for a bunch of awards. And he was and like, this is it. the biggest piece of dog shit movie. I can't <laughs> imagine you made me uh, watch this movie. Fuck these deaf people. It's, it's <laughs> like, I'm just paraphrasing. That's my guess. He's like, I'm filmmaking is bullshit. <laughs> um, and like I said, like, was I like, did I love Coda? No. Was I by the end of that movie like, god damn it, they got me again, those sons of bitches? <laughs> yes. Right? And so, I, I think... Yeah, I think anybody who takes it as anything, any of these awards, as anything more than like, hey, bro, why don't you check this out? You might like it. They're doing it wrong. Right, for sure. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, that's the Emmys. Um, definitely, uh, you know, if you if something you go to watch has an Emmy or you're thinking about watching you see it has an Emmy, definitely fucking give it a shot. If you're thinking about watching mm-hmm. something and it doesn't have an Emmy, don't not watch it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like I said, everything hacks got two Emmys, best uh, actress in a comedy and best guest actress. Um, There's like the, clown so the idea of a guest star getting in an award for an Emmy. Like somebody, all right. So here's, I've talked about me and my dad used to talk about this. Like NBA All Star, NBA All Star Game, right? There's the mm-hmm. skills challenge that the point guards do where they, like, dribble through the cones, fucking throw the pass through the thing. You know what I mean? Like, the, the standard skills mm-hmm. challenge. We're always like, wouldn't it be great to find someone that just takes that shit super serious? And eventually, like, everybody starts to take it serious because they're like, they're like, holy shit. Like, we can't win. Like, 
this guy wins it every year. And and for mm-hmm. the first few years, it's because he's the only one trying hard. But then he's like, but then he starts talking shit about it, and you're like, hold on. I, I, I can I can still beat you in this. And so they take it a little serious, and he still keeps winning. And they're like, god damn it, we got to stop him. Like, mm-hmm. So, like, with mm-hmm. that same thing, I want I want there to be, like, I want there to be one person who's like, I'm going to dominate the guest star Emmys. Like, like, I'm going to show right. up in every show. Like, <laughs> I, I want one episode, and every show, I'm going to just... I'm gonna just ball out of control. Like I'm gonna chew up all the scenery. I'm gonna outact everybody. <laughs> like, like I need mean, Matt. Mm-hmm. What Matt Damon does for random movies now, he needs to start doing for TV shows to, to get those. Yeah, to, to get, get the guest, guest Emmys. Be like, how many Emmys you got? It's like I got fucking hundreds. <laughs> like, I'm just guest starring and everything, Doc. Right. And what are they gonna do? Like you said, they can't stop him, right? Like you can't be like, you're going too hard, bro. Because you'd be like, wait. So you want me to devalue these Emmys? Because if you start doing that, the threat never stops, right? Like I was talking to a friend about online gaming mm-hmm. and he was doing, he was like, no, I don't like playing this type of game. I like playing the other ones because these actually matter. I'm like, dude, like none of them matter. <laughs> don't do that because then you start pulling the thread because then you literally will never stop because yeah. then you'll be like, wait, so why does Christmas exist? Like, why does it matter? Right? Like, why do I have a job? Like, what am I doing? What is a job? Right? Like, you just, can you pull that? Are we in a simulation? <laughs> yeah, you won't stop until you're like, well, then why do I wake up? You're wearing that? fucking tinfoil hats. <laughs> yeah. Got microwaves set up all around your room. Um, and then you end up K-wording yourself. And then, <laughs> yeah. So it's like, oh, yeah, just enjoy. Yeah, just, oh, have fun. Um, but yeah, so. That's the episode for this week. Um, if you want to catch, uh, if you want to catch me, you can catch me at T Moneybags Instagram and Twitter, and I'm at EverCastro92. And if you want to catch the podcast, you can catch us at Diff Animals Pod on Instagram, and Twitter, or email us DifferentAnimalsPodcast at gmail.com. As usual, stay safe, stay entertained, and we'll catch you guys next week. Later, peace.